Hello, 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 and welcome. This is Talk the Plank, episode 30. Yep, we made it to the big 3-0 so far this season. It's been awesome doing the show. Today, though, is the Pirates draft special. It's about 6.45 right now. The draft starts in 15 minutes. We will be live reacting to who the Pirates select with the first overall pick in the 2021 MLB Draft. We're here live on Spotify Green Room. This, of course, is a Bucks Dugout podcast on SB Nation's Bucks Dugout. Before we get to the draft, though, and before Jake Slobodnik joins us here in a second, just want to quickly recap the Pirates versus Mets series. Not a terrible series all in all. The Pirates split in four games, two wins uh, in four games for the Pirates, including today a pretty impressive 6-5 to five comeback win at the Mets. And, uh, you know, the Pirates scored six straight runs. We got Jake coming in here right now. Jake, how are we doing? I'm doing good, man. The Pirates pulled off a good win. I ate some probably the best pulled pork in my life at a graduation party earlier today. I'm having myself a fantastic Sunday, and hopefully this draft will be that metaphoric cherry on top. How's your Sunday? Great. Great as well for me. And uh, best pulled pork of your life. That's that's pretty awesome to hear. Good for you. Uh, right before you hopped on here, I was just kind of giving the rundown here on the Pirates-Mets series. Started with today's game. Six straight runs for the Pirates. Two bombs. Two from Rodolfo Castro. Sooner or later here, if it weren't for Brian Reynolds, he'd be rising up really quickly on the Pirates' uh, home run leaders this season. He has three now, and he, I mean, he's looked pretty solid. And you've been talking about him all year, so have the floor. Rodolfo Castro. Yeah, I mean, after a slow start, he's really picked things up with this Mets series. Um, then his first big league hit was a home run. He had two more today, which... Uh, I, I know it was off the Mets relievers, and we went. We sort of made them go to it a little bit earlier. They had to result to the uh, famous opener with Aaron Loop, but uh, Rodolfo Castro just looked locked in. Um, I kind of figured that he was going to start off a little bit slow because he kind of did with the curve, uh, but he's really picked it up. He's looked strong. I think he's played uh, really well de- uh, defensively. I don't think there was many hit his way, but from what I've seen, the very limited amount that he's um, – the limited amount of fielding that he's had at third base, second, he's got like a bit of a, you know, a little bit of a wide mix as to where he was placed this weekend. I thought I thought he was a very uh, bright light. Um, I was really, I, I was so scared because I honestly thought he was just going to have that one big fly and then that was it. But no, he uh, he came alive today. He was a big contributor in that Pirates comeback against the Mets, and I, I really think that we should credit this win to him. You know, just just to him alone, because I mean, what was it? Four of those runs, or three or four of those runs, came off Castro's bat, and you take away those two home runs, the Pirates lose this game. No matter, you know, regardless of if they have that ninth inning rally or not. Uh, so I think he played a, a key part. I would love to see him stay up with the big league club uh, throughout throughout at least the next month or so until he you know goes on a bit of a cold streak to maybe send him down. See, sort of determine where you go with him. Uh, but I, I don't see any reason that we should send him back down. There's just no way, especially with Key Brian Hayes on a bit of a cold streak. Keep Castro up in the bigs. Dude deserves. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're hitting bombs like that, 
you need to be up here and you need to find a place for him. I do think it's kind of looking like whenever the Pirates trade Frazier, Castro would be a nice natural fit to just slide in as the everyday second baseman. But uh, we'll see what happens. He has he's looked pretty solid so far as a big leaguer, and uh, it's been exciting to see him just hit. He the dude swings for the fences. It seems like every at bat, and I mean. As someone who used to play baseball that way, I love seeing it. And uh, he has looked really, really good. And um, overall, I mean, a nice little two-game split with the Mets, who are obviously, you know, they have playoff aspirations. The Pirates don't. But uh, the Pirates hung, hung around after getting blown out in the first game, split the doubleheader yesterday, and, of course, Gave up five runs in the first inning today. It looked like it was going to be one of those blowout-type games. But Chase DeYoung, I'll give him credit. He's not really good at all. But uh, four scoreless innings after a terrible first, the Pirates were able to scratch back. John Nagowski, the hero of the past week, week and a half. Once again, game-tying uh, ninth inning ribby there, and the Pirates were able to pull it out. But uh, – Pirates go into the All-Star break 34-56. and 56. They are what they are. They're not good. It is what it is. But tonight, we are here to discuss the draft. MLB draft starts in about 10, 10 minutes. The Pirates obviously have the first overall pick. If anybody out there wants to give a take real quick before, before the draft starts on who the Pirates should select, who you're leaning towards, uh, I will say I'm, I've been looking at Twitter all day and um, I saw a quote. I got to find it here, but uh, it was pretty much Pirates probably are going to take Mayor, Marcelo Mayor, the high school shortstop, 1 1. We'll see. Uh, Jake, any last thoughts here? What are you thinking 10 minutes before the draft starts? Uh, you know, I have a strong feeling that that's who they're going to go with. I did see some rumors, though, uh, going around the Twitterverse saying that Khalil Watson might actually sneak up there to 1-1. I don't know how true it is, uh, but with the whole, uh, you know, gray area that Charrington's been giving us saying, oh, we don't know who to go with, that would really catch me by surprise if they go Watson 1-1 instead of Mayer. I don't, I don't know how likely it is to happen. But I did see that floating out there. I don't know if it was just a troll trying to get things sparked up ahead of the draft. But that's something interesting to keep an eye out. Uh, I'm not going to go out there again and say that Will Bednar is going to go 1-1. I just I, – I can't I can't pull myself <laughs> to say that again. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know what you feel about that, Nate. But I did see that, uh, that Khalil Watson was a likely contender to go 1-1 after sort of being picked in most mocks going late top 10. Uh, that would be an interesting one to see. Yeah, that's definitely a sleeper. I'm not, I'm not sure. We'll see. The uh, the tweet I saw uh, is Kevin Goldstein. He's a Fangraphs writer. He tweeted, "My confidence in Pittsburgh taking Marcelo Mayer with the number one overall pick in an hour." And this was 46 minutes ago. Has gone from almost certainly to yeah, probably. So maybe not. I mean, it's uh, that sounds a little. Sounds like it went from, you know, like 85, 90%, maybe down to 70%. We'll have to see here. Um, there are tons of candidates, as we know. We've been, we've been, we've been kind of talking about it all year. But, uh, you know, it could be Mayer. 
could be Davis, the catcher from Louisville. It could be a handful of these shortstops in uh, high school. I mean, I'm not going to rule it out. I know a lot of people on Pirates Twitter just think that there's absolutely zero chance whatsoever that the Pirates take Jack Leiter number one overall, but I'm not going to rule that out either. We'll, we'll just have to see. Um, once again, we're here on Spotify Green Room, and we got some people in the room right now. If, if you'd like to speak out here and kind of give us give us your thoughts on who you think the Pirates are going to take 1-1, who they should take 1-1, um, we're definitely all ears. But, yeah, Jake, I mean, there's just – there are a ton of options here. As we know, the Pirates – you know, they talked to seven or eight players. They they met with them. That was the report. Uh, Seth here in the group says Will Bednar is going to the Pirates in uh, comp or round two. I don't I don't believe the Pirates have a comp pick, but round two at thirty seven that would be awesome. That is the dream for me. I'll tell you guys that much. Um, unfortunately, I feel like he's going to go somewhere, perhaps in the late teens, early twenties, maybe late first round, but. Uh, we got Joe. Joe wants to come on and talk. Let me get him up here, here on Spotify Green Room. Joe's actually a friend of mine. Joe, what what are we thinking right now? Hey, Hirsch. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm finally coming around on, well, one thing I think that's going to happen is um, after all this talk, you know, everybody on uh, Pirate Twitter explaining to, to everybody, oh, no, uh, we can uh, – we can use some savings after the first pick to, to get somebody with our, our second pick, spread it around a little. I feel like at this point, I'm, if it does seem like they're taking um, Marcelo, then, I mean, he seems to be, have become the consensus top guy. So I don't know how much of a you know, haircut he'll take there. And uh, what, I, what I think is, what my prediction here is um, – Pirates Twitter is going to be a little disappointed with with what they are able to float back to their their second pick. I'm not sure, honestly, what everybody's expecting, but I think the best case is maybe that um, the Pirates get somebody that's maybe top 20 on their board back to to that second pick. To the second um, pick, yeah. Yeah, for all that talk of, of what they could do with, you know, with not, you know, cutting with cutting a deal, uh, we'll see. We'll see what they get there. But it seems like Mayor's probably become everybody's uh, number one. Well, not everybody, but um, a pretty consensus number a one. So I don't know sure. what they'll be able to do with that. So, do you think that uh, do you think the Pirates are gonna pay someone below that one-one slot? Then is that what you're thinking? Well, I I I don't know because I I guess that the way it would go is if you know what the rangers would do and it it seems like now uh, at least the mocks i've seen is they've uh been on you know between maybe lighter and rocker so maybe the pirates could get my mayor down to the difference between their their slot and the third slot but i don't yeah. know uh how how you could get much more than that see yeah i agree that's the thing with the the mlb draft i mean so much of it so much of it is about finagling the slot values and, you know, like let's say the Rangers or maybe not the Rangers, maybe the Tigers really want, I think I heard that they are really interested in Mayer. Perhaps Mayer wants to go there. But uh, it's just like it's so interesting to see like 
what what the teams will do to to uh, kind of make that slot like work better for them. I guess it's 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 kind of it, it is really difficult to explain, but it's just who knows? Will will the Pirates pay top dollar? Will another team make them pay top dollar? I guess is the question. And if another team does make the Pirates pay top dollar for that one one pick and pay slot value, or maybe even a little over, I don't I don't even. I'm not sure if you can go over slot value, but if they make them pay slot value, will the Pirates then take, you know, the under slot guy instead just because it's not worth it for them because they want to, quote unquote, save that money for the rest of the draft and whatnot. But that is one of the biggest questions. Jake, I don't know what you're thinking about that. Um, not, I, I think for this, you think about small market teams like the Pirates, I think you got to go with the underslot value maybe a little bit just in that way you have that extra room to maybe stretch it out a little bit. And that way you're not blowing, you know, like like I mentioned in our past episode, you don't want to blow your wad on just one player and bank on them panning out, especially if they turn out to be a bust and you look back on that draft and say, well, that's just terrible. You know, it, it didn't turn out the way we want. So I think the best I think the best thing for the Pirates would be maybe to go with Mayer, especially with how uh, much he's projected to take in the underslot. I I think that would be the best bargain for him. Uh, now, you you talk about teams like um, you, what you, you said, the Tigers that may want Meyer. Um, I, I mean, that could go either way. I would I would bank him more on going to the Pirates than I would the Tigers. Yeah, I agree. And uh, we are now two minutes away from the start of this draft. And I think that's the thing. I've been saying this. I've been I've been uh, I've been talking about this for the past few little draft previews that we've been doing. I just I would rather the Pirates get you know seven or eight really good players than one great amazing player, and then the rest of the draft isn't that great. And if if taking the undervalue one one pick to save money for Joe, like you said, perhaps if they can get someone in their top 20 on their board with the second round pick, I, I like that idea more than one of one of these teams like the Rangers or the Tigers or the Red Sox basically, you know, driving the price up for the Pirates. Um, it, it, it is, it's a really difficult, it's a really difficult thing to tackle when you do have the one, one pick. Um, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. I'm kind of reading through the comments right now. Yeah, I see. I, I, what I'm wondering is, at some point, there is a line where, I, I mean, the way some people talk, it seems like they'd be fine if the Pirates took the tenth guy if if they could have all this extra money to spend. It's like, well, at some point, you want to get a you know a, a star level talent, and at some First point, there's a cutoff. Player. There, there is no. It's not like everybody in the top five or six is exa- is going to pan out exactly the same and so i i there is a difference between getting a a top level talent and then i mean you know th- there there is a, dro- a drop off at some point it's not like you know you're getting the same level guy at you know whatever your second round pick if you're even if you're spreading a certain amount of money around there is a, a fall off at some point i think fangrass had five of the guys ranked as a uh as like you know, as soon as they're drafted, it will be will be top 100 guys, and you know, I think you just gotta keep that in mind. It's not all about just just cutting the deal that uh, exactly that everybody wants. 
there definitely is a line. I agree with that. There is a line. Um, yeah, no, they like they have the first overall pick. They have to take, you know, who they think should be the first overall pick with some some idea of the slot value and whatnot and all of that. But um, all right, the draft it's seven o'clock now. I I just want um, before before we officially start here, just give me. Jake, you first. Give me who are the Pirates taking first overall? Just, just give me your pick. Marcelo Meyer is my guess. Okay, Joe. Yeah, I, I think at this point it would be uh, surprising if it was anybody else. I agree with both you. I think it is going to be Marcelo, and I'll tell you this, this though: if it's not him, if it's not him, I'm thinking Henry Davis might be the guy. I do. I think so too. I, I think I, I'm high on him. I I wouldn't honestly. I don't know. I don't know. I I think I would be all right with that. And I I've been saying this from the start. I'm gonna die on this ship until this pick is made. But I mean, personally, if it were up to me, I don't care what everyone thinks. If it were up to me, I still would pick Jack Leiter. I've been on his bandwagon from. Day one of this season. I mean, obviously, every Pirates fan in the universe last season was all about uh, tank for Kumar, but things obviously changed there. But I, I just think I think Lighter is going to be really, really good. I think at worst, I mean, at worst, he gets injured, and that's everyone's at worst. But if everything pans out for him, I think at worst, he's like a number three starter. But I really do think that he has some ace stuff. But uh, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that, and uh, we'll see what happens here. It's, it's draft time. Yeah, yeah, it'd be hard to not be excited about Lighter too. I'll admit, if they drafted him, I'd be hyped. But I'm surprised I haven't seen a tweet yet. Uh, a Woj style, a Woj style bomb of uh, of ruining yeah. it for everyone. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen that either. Um, yeah. Um, we Sorry. Agree on one thing, and yeah. that's whoever the Pirates pick. Pirates Twitter is going to be pissed off. People will be pissed off one gazillion percent. <laughs> you know how it is. If they take the pitcher, it's going to be why would you take a pitcher? That's way too risky. If they take the underslot guy, it's going to be wow, look at that. The Pirates are cheap. Classic. Blah 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 blah. They didn't pay top value for the top overall pick that's classic of them if they take a high school shortstop it's going to be like oh wow look at that another high school shortstop we'll see how that works out oh look we just got cole tucker again yeah exactly so no matter what i i think we have all our bases covered whoever the pirates pick here with this first overall pick there will be plenty of bitching and uh yeah i'm watching this here on espn right now thankfully it is on espn because i personally don't have mlb network but um i'm very excited anyone else in the comments please give us give us a prediction of who you think the pirates are going to take here with this first overall pick if you want to come up on the stage right here please uh give me a request I'll, i'll get you on and we can we can we could uh we could talk about who you think the Pirates are going to take. I know uh, Seth and Kyle are both high on lighter. <laughs> both high on lighter? I mean, I have been too. I really have been too. Um, 
I'm excited either way. Either way, the Pirates have the first pick. They have the 37th pick. They have, obviously, there's 20 rounds in this draft. I like overall, I really liked um, the draft last year that we have the tweet put together. We have the tweet. Do we have the tweet? Yeah. Jim Callis bomb. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> if that is serious, I'm going to crap myself. All right, well, we might as well just blow it here on here. The Pirates are going with Henry Davis at 1-1. That is according to Jim Callis. Jim Callis, senior writer of MLB Pipeline, and he's also a happy husband of four. And father of four. Sorry, not happy husband of four. But uh, that's what his Twitter bio says. Jim Callis, MLB Pipeline. I feel like that is a pretty credible source. Um, what did I tell you guys? Henry Davis. That, it just seems like that was a thing. We have uh, Rob Manford here. I think he's announcing the start of the draft, I believe. I would imagine. Yeah. Rob, so Rob Manfred's an idiot. Clown Rob Manfred is... An idiot. Um, I agree. But if it's Henry Davis, I mean, I'll tell you guys what, that's that's an underslot guy. I agree. And I here's the thing. I trust Ben Sherrington with his draft process because I saw something in a Pirates group chat that I'm in along with uh, Seth and Kyle who are in our, uh, in our uh, audience right now. Um, they sent a picture of Ben Sherrington's past in drafting. He picked John Lester, Jonathan Papelbon, or at least had a, a say in this. Papelbon, pa- uh, Pedroia, Ellsbury, Betts, Benintendi. So this guy knows exactly what he's doing. I trust him until he gives me a reason not to trust him. So if he goes with Davis, I'm going to I'm gonna be a little optimistic, uh, and that's pretty much digging myself in the grave, but I'm going to be a little yeah. optimistic. Well, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Our excellent new writer, Austin Beckhold, he reevaluated Ben Sherrington's first draft class with the Pirates last season. And I I really liked his draft last season. Nick Gonzalez, to me, seventh overall. He was the first-round pick by the Pirates. He's looking like he's going to be a stud. Um, I really like him. I'm really high on what he's going to do. And then uh, Carmen... We'll, we'll try with his last name. Molzinski, Modzinski, sorry, pitcher, right-handed pitcher. He has looked pretty nice so far in his uh, Pirates career. And then Jared Jones, the second rounder, 44th overall. He has looked really good. I He hasn't really pitched that much yet. But, uh, I mean, first three picks to me, in my opinion, I feel like Sherrington – Really, really, uh, he really he made some nice picks. And then, you know, looking later on in the draft, I like Logan Hoffman, right-handed pitcher. He was the fifth rounder. There was only five rounds last season. I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm confident. If it's Henry Davis, you know, we talked about it. The dude's got power. He's going to hit some bombs. He has nice plate discipline. He's going to draw some walks. So even if he's not really an average hitter, at least he should be a guy that he'll hit you some bombs. He'll draw you some walks. And then defensively, he's not he's not the most uh, he's not maybe the greatest framer. But hey, 
by the time he comes up, who the hell knows if we're even going to have human umpires and if framing's even going to be a skill at that point. But uh, he's got a he's got a cannon of an arm. I know that. I know he had like a seventy graded arm throwing out runners. So that's that's huge behind the plate. Um, we'll have to see officially though. But if it's Henry Davis, I'll give it about a. I'll give it like a six and a half out of ten on how satisfied I am. I'll yeah, if I had to rate it on like a letter scale, I'd probably go B plus. Maybe no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, sorry, too hot. B just a B average. I would go with that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, maybe he's a guy. Maybe he'll hit thirty bombs, but uh, we'll see. I'm I'm interested to see too how the rest of this draft kind of kind of works out and where where the pieces fall. But uh, we got to wait. I want to hear it from Manfred's mouth. I do definitely trust Jim Callis because, you know, he's got his people. (laughs) That's pretty funny. The ESPN. Talk about a a Callis bomb, a Woj bomb here. (laughs) They didn't even announce that the draft started and he dropped this on us. But uh, we'll see. The Pirates have three minutes, 30 seconds, technically – here on the clock, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh my god, I could I could just see Pirates Twitter f- going absolutely nuts if they pick Davis because the whole fight as of recent weeks has been Lighter versus Mayer versus Lawler versus Watson even. I there has been rare conversations where people say that Davis is going uh, first overall and if I sw- we're going to see the crashing of Twitter tonight if this is the actual case. I, I'm so excited. I love I love the, the buzzing hornet's nest. I absolutely do. That is Twitter, uh, Pirates Twitter. I love- yeah, it is pretty funny. I mean, you'll have the people out there that are just like, oh, sweet, they drafted a catcher. They really needed a catcher. Like, this, this system doesn't have a catcher. Well, there you go. Henry Davis, he's going to be the catcher once again. I just need to hear it to confirm it, but – all all uh all things indicate that Henry Davis is the guy. The Pirates will have their catcher. I don't know what that means for Andy Rodriguez, who is in the Pirates system. I mean, like he's just gonna he's gonna go about his business, obviously, but Henry Davis let me ask you this. If Henry Davis is the guy, where does he rank among the Pirates prospects right now? I mean you know, you look at it, Nick Gonzalez is number one, um, Quinn Priester's number two. Where where do you think where do you think Davis ranks among Pirates prospects? I'm getting uh, the list. If I had to give a safe bet, jeez. Oh, I mean it's totally it would, sub- it, go ahead. I said it it's it's totally subjective. It's all about what you think. I mean, none of us are freaking scouts, but just personally, where would you say? Hmm. Judging about the haul that he that Charrington brought in with all these trades in the offseason, plus the original prospects that we've had, I would probably place him anywhere from maybe eight to thirteen, maybe. Really? Yeah, because well, you always know initial pipeline rankings are always placing whoever's whoever's drafted higher than they should be, at least. And I think that's going to be the case with Davis. Not saying he's bad, but I think just because of the sheer talent that we have in the organization right now, you're going to see that Davis is going to rank pretty high following this draft 
and then after that, he'll drop a little bit. Not too, not detrimentally, but he'll drop a little bit. So I'll tell you this. So I agree. I think it is Nick Gonzalez one, Quinn Priester two, O'Neill Cruz still three. I think Paguero still four. I think Davis would slot in at that five spot just above guys like Hudson Head and Tanaj Thomas and Brennan Malone, Travis Swaggerty, you know, Cody Bolton, guys like that. I think Davis would be the Pirates' number five prospect. But I'll say this. If they did take uh, Mayer, which, once again, that's doesn't look like it's the case, but if they did, I would, I would probably put him at four, right above slightly Paguero. But once again, I mean, who the hell am I? It's so hard to tell. These lists mean absolutely nothing. It's all about the Pirates and how they develop these players. But uh, it is fun to talk about. All right, Manfred's on the mic right now. Let's see. Let's see it officially. Crowd's booing like hell. I love to see it. They boo Goodell in the NFL draft, but I think that's more in good spirit. This one, they actually don't like him. Henry Davis, it is. They got the catcher. He's there, too. He's there to celebrate it. I know uh, Lighter and Mayer were not there. Henry Davis it is. First overall. Oh, my God. They actually did it. Pyre's Twitter is going to burn down tonight. Oh, my God. I'm happy for Davis. I really am a stud catcher. But holy shit, this goes against everything that has been the narrative in recent weeks. I love it. Crazy. Crazy. And, I mean, I... I know I technically said I agreed with you guys that I thought they were going to take Mayer, but I did throw in the caveat that I had a feeling. I just had a feeling that it could be Davis just because I I, I don't think any other teams were re- really wanted him that much. I don't think that any other teams were driving the price up for him. Um, but, hey, we'll see what happens here. Henry Davis, Pirates. Catching prospect. As we know, the last time the Pirates drafted a catcher with their first pick didn't really go so well. Tony Sanchez, fourth overall in, I believe, <laughs> 2008, 2009 range, late 2000s. We'll see. Uh, I'm here. I'm praying. I'm praying that Henry Davis works out a little better than Tony Sanchez did. But, I mean, say this about him. Dude hits bombs. And I'll say this as well. You know, you don't really expect power from the catch position, but it doesn't matter if he hits hits bombs. This Pirates Pirates farm system has been – this Pirates organization has been starved for power for so, so long. And, you know, looking at it here, you know, you have O'Neill Cruz, big-time power. Mason Martin, he's down there, but he's been destroying the ball in double-A. Huge power. Uh, Nick Gonzalez, he's not really a quote-unquote power hitter, but I think he's a, a guy that can develop into maybe a 25-home-run-a-year type guy. Adding Davis, this definitely adds power, bombs, you name it, to the pirate system, I just really hope that uh, the guy is able to make consistent com- uh, contact 
at the professional level. The swing, it's it's. I'm watching it now. I'm watching these highlights. There's a lot of moving parts, and to me, that's a little scary. But we'll see what happens. We'll see how the Pirates develop him. And ETA wise, I mean, it it shouldn't be more than two or three years for him to make it to the major leagues. So. Oh. They took the college bat, the college catcher. We'll see what happens. Let's, uh, if I can ask, with Davis going first overall, which not many people picked, how does the rest of the top picks go? At least the top, I'd say maybe the following six, because yeah. now the Tigers, or no, is it the Tigers or Rangers in second? Rangers are second. The Rangers now, do they are go second. with Mayer, or do they go with Lighter? Because they were heavy favorites for Lighter. They really, I mean, I'll tell you what. The Pirates taking Davis first overall really, really shakes things up for the rest of this draft because it didn't it didn't really seem like this was going to be the case. It really didn't. Um, but here we are. I I think I think Texas. I think they're still going to take lighter. I really do. And I think Mayer's going to slot down. He's going to drop to Detroit. And if that's not the case. Then I think Mayer's going too right here to Texas. Not sure who Detroit would take. They may take another high school shortstop. And I'll tell you what. I will tell you what. If Jack Leiter falls to Boston, I am going to be pissed. Because in my mind, if he falls to Boston, that just straight up guarantees you that he's going to be an ace and everything's going to work out. and He's going to be a Hall of Fame pitcher. He just is. That's just how life goes. That's just how it is. But uh, who knows? Texas is on the clock. Their pick is in. We could stick around here for maybe a few more picks. Um, definitely having fun talking draft here. The Pirates took Henry Davis, catcher, out of Louisville with the first overall pick. Power hitting catcher. I told told you guys that he kind of reminded me of Evan Gaddis with the bat. Just a big, lumbering guy who hits the ball hard. But uh, who knows? We'll see what happens. That's why it's fun. Nobody knows shit. And uh, <laughs> Texas, second overall here. We'll see what oh, happens. Poor Callus. Uh, How are people going to think of him now for blowing that first pick? I mean, if I was – I can't say I'd be up, too upset for him blowing the pick, but at the same time, there's got to be a sense of – Dude, what the fuck? This is the first overall pick. You can't blow it like that, Chef. Come on. That's journalism in 2021, my friend. Uh, the, the TV show, the reporter does not give one F about the television show. They get the news. They're dropping that shit. And, yeah, Woj has definitely ruined the NBA draft in that case. And you have guys in football as well. I, I do think it's funny. I remember a few years ago when Woj, he he didn't say right out, like, oh, the blanks are taking blank. They He would say something like, it's with my best thoughts that blank's taking blank. All right, Rangers are picking. Jack Leiter. Wow. All right, maybe he's not going to be in a Hall of Fame pitcher. Jack Leiter to Texas. This is you Darvish all over again. They're going to pick a big top name to pitch in Texas and then oh oh my god then he's just gonna he's not gonna he's gonna do well but he's just not gonna get any support I feel bad yeah I mean I'm sure he's happy to go second overall um sorry let me see here we have 
I'm controlling the whole thing here. Kyle wants to speak. Kyle, what's going on, man? Henry Davis to the Pirates first overall. Hey, boys. How are we doing? I appreciate you guys uh, letting me hop on here for a minute. I've been listening here for a while. Uh, Jake's in our little Pittsburgh group chat we got. does a great job of uh, marketing. The yeah. little podcast you guys, uh, you guys got going on, so it's pretty pretty cool to be on here. But uh, So I go to University of Kentucky in Lexington. I'm about an hour away from uh, Louisville, not Louisville, Louisville. We got to get that right as a fan base so he doesn't leave. But uh, um, I had the opportunity to watch him play UK uh, my junior year in high school. And then, uh, you know, just hearing some stuff from the people here in Lexington about him. I think this was the best pick. Uh, Lighter would have been sick as well. But, you know, just hearing what all the Kentucky people have to say about Henry Davis, I think this is a huge, huge, huge win for uh, for Pittsburgh in general. And I think it's going to fill a big need that we have. We didn't need another infielder, in my opinion. You know, pitching can come, you know, with Priester. And I think uh, Henry Davis was by far the best pick that we could have taken there. Very cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, I think it should be said, too. I mean, we've been talking about it all pod long, but this really does unlock the rest of the draft for the Pirates. They can they can overspend in that second round, that third round, that fourth round, and they can now – they can have a nice full draft. And I think that is huge for a team like the Pirates. Seth says here – I want Will. Seth, I want Will Bednar as well. I, I mean, <laughs> I would love to see him drop to the second round to the Pirates. Um, but, yeah, Henry Davis, first overall, pretty pretty cool. And now we have Jack Leiter, second overall. I'm telling you, I think Detroit's taking Mayer here at third. We'll see, though. We'll see. Oh, boy. This is, this is so exciting. My dad's. My dad was a huge lighter lighter fan, and he's going around the house right now, pissed as all uh, pissed as ever <laughs> because the Pirates didn't get him. But I told him like, there's still lots of pitching out there for them to get. Um, it, it's a process, and I think you know I trust Charrington. Like I said before, I don't think I, I think Davis is going to pan out. Oh, look at that! How fitting is it that Al Lighter is decking his son out with a Rangers jersey? How 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 fitting is that? But very yeah, cool. I, I I think it's. I think it's going to be a good draft. I think Charrington really set the tone. And I'm excited to see how the later rounds go and who all we can get there. So I, I have a lot of hope and all that. Plus, Kyle, thank you so much for the kind words. Um, yes. I appreciate it. I appreciate the listenership. And, you know, we always – I'm glad that we met through the whole Pirates uh, fan group or the Pittsburgh fans group chat because that's that's always a fun time. But, yeah, honestly – this is going to be an exciting draft, an exciting finish to it. I can't wait to see what the next few days hold. For sure. And uh, I, I think we, we will definitely be back like shortly after the whole draft is finished. Um, it goes through, what is it, Tuesday, the 11th through the 13th, 20 picks total in this draft. But, I mean, at least with, with, uh, with Henry Davis – I mean, he's obviously going to sign with the Pirates. He, I'm sure, honestly, I'm sure he's ecstatic to come to the Pirates, which I don't think every top player would have been. I really don't. I don't think every guy really would have wanted to be a Pirate. Like, 
you know, I say I say I wanted lighter, but who knows if he wanted to be a pirate? I mean, I'm just obviously speculating here, and I'm just throwing names out, but I just I don't think every top guy wanted per se to be a pirate at one one. There are definitely some players that would have rather dropped, but with Davis, I don't know if he expected to be one one. I mean, I'm sure he's obviously ecstatic and uh Here's to him hoping that the Pirates made the right decision. And here's to him being a middle-of-the-order guy on the next, you know, Pirates winning team. Hopefully soon. Hopefully within a few years. But uh, once again, I kind of talked about this earlier. It adds pop to the system, which is desperately needed. You definitely can't have enough. And it, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely exciting times right now. And I, I, uh, as I talk about it here more and more, I'm, I'm definitely, I mean, I'm probably being a homer, but I'm talking myself more into Henry Davis as the number one guy. And, uh, I'm really hoping it works out for him and for the pirates. Yeah, me too. Sorry. I was updating my, uh, radio stations, Facebook. Cause we, the pirates are, uh, a partnership station so had to take care of that real quick but yeah I, I can't wait to recap this entire thing as a whole I think it's going to be a, a very eventful next few days if Will Bednar goes to the Pirates oh boy expect to the to draft win. a win yeah yeah so I, I'm excited man I can't wait to recap for sure uh, we're about 41 minutes in here I'm thinking we see who Detroit picks third then we can wrap things up uh, once again, the Pirates took Henry Davis, the catcher, power-hitting, power-throwing catcher out of Louisville, college bat, best college bat in the draft with the first overall pick, and um, we'll see We'll see what happens from here on out. The Pirates actually won a game today. That was exciting, too. Another guy that could be a part of the future, Rodolfo Castro, hit two freaking bombs to help the Pirates win. And that was exciting to see. All right, here we go. Third overall pick, Detroit Tigers. Everyone's booing Manfred. Love to see that. Wow. That. Did I hear that right? They picked Jackson Job. That to me is, that's an upset. Wow. That is Meyer dropped down below three. Oh, my God. God, Howard, dude, uh, high school pitcher, right? Yeah, I can't believe. I'm surprised that Meyer has dropped uh, this far. I thought he was going to go one of the top ones, maybe. But wow, Joe. Yeah, I don't know what happened to his stock. I I mean, honestly, all of these high school shortstops, not one high school short shortstop has been taken yet. And if you would have told me before the draft, the first high school player taken was not a shortstop. I would have told you you were crazy, but, I mean, that's that's all you need to know. With the MLB draft, it is really tough to tell. And Jackson Job, very interesting. Right-hander, he's going to Detroit. High school pitcher, we'll see what happens. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, Jake, any last thoughts you you just you want to you get out to us? Yeah. Any, um, you have to say. Yeah, just a few things of note. Uh, the Pirates, I would say, have had a very, very uh, 
positive first half, despite being on the you know twenty two games under five hundred. I mean, they got they clinched thirty six wins today before the All Star break. I'll take that for where they were projecting us. Um, All Star Quinn Priester did excellent in the Futures game, struck out Yuelki, uh Cespedes. Yes. Um, so he had himself a fine inning in the Futures game. Um, trying to think what else. Good luck to Adam Frazier and B-Ray in the uh, All-Star game on Tuesday. Uh, yep. hope, hopefully they become the turning points in that, and hopefully Frazier gets a key hit in that to boost up his stock a little bit. Um, yeah. And I can't wait to see how the second half of the season goes. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be sad not seeing Nagowski hit for a few days, but I think I'll survive. Uh, yeah, I agree. T- tomorrow's the home run derby. Give me a quick, quick pick for your home run derby I'm pick. going Shohei all the way. Shohei all the way. I'll tell you this, gamblers out there, you know who I love as a sleeper, and I'll tell you why. It's Juan Soto. Last time I checked, Juan Soto was plus 1,000 on uh, the betting sites to win, and he's like maybe the second or third to last you know, favorite. He's not favorited at all. I'll tell you why I think Soto's going to win. So Otani, you know, Gallo. Matt Olson, they obviously hit tape measure shots, and there's no denying that one of those three is going to hit the longest home run of the night, probably over 500 feet. But the thing I love about Soto, he may not hit a ball. You know, he's going to hit bombs, obviously. He has tons of power. But I think he has the most repeatable home run swing where he's just going to spray bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb in that four-minute span. And I, I think it's going to be tough. I think he's going to be the most consistent home run hitter in this contest. And I think he's going to win. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. Let's see what you can only hope. You can only see what. Yeah. So once again, uh, talk to plank episode 30. I'm here with Jake Slobodnik. I'm Nathan Hirsch here on Bucks dugout. We will be back after the draft to talk about the whole thing. But uh, once again, the Pirates took Henry Davis, catcher out of Louisville with their first overall pick. And uh, very exciting stuff. Jake, where do we follow you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at underscore Radio Jake. And if you see the AI that you see here, you'll know it's me. Yes, sir. Follow me on Twitter at Nathan underscore Hirsch, H-U-R-S-H. And I want to uh, tease this out a little bit because it's a little thing we're going to be doing later on. I'm not sure. It's going to be pretty soon, but uh, we're going to have a few Bucks Dugouts people on. And, uh, okay, well, never mind. I'm looking here. It's going to be very soon. Tomorrow or Tuesday, all-time Pirates draft we're drafting our all-time teams, and uh, basically, it could be anyone. I know who I like one one. I'm not going to re- reveal it. I don't know what pick I have, but uh, we're going to be doing the all-time Pirates draft. Any pirate ever, and we're all drafting teams, and we're going to see who who has the best one. And there you go, Marcelo Mayer. I'm not sure if it's Mayer or Meyer. Fourth overall to the Red Sox. That's kind of a bit of a fall for him, but he that's a that's a solid spot for him to go. Uh, We will be back, like I said, all-time Pirates draft, and we're going to be reviewing the Pirates draft as a whole. Tons of stuff coming. It's all great. It's all here on Bucks Dugout. Follow them on Twitter, at Bucks Dugout. And, uh, yeah, 
Solid stuff. Henry Davis, catcher, Pirates, first overall. We'll leave it at that, everyone. Everyone have a great rest of your day. Peace.